0: hi i'm jen hi i'm stephanie and welcome to knowledge
1: post college where we talk about life in and after college
0: before we get started with our episode started with with our icebreaker icebreaker segment today's icebreaker what is it myself Um, um, so this past past year and and last year and correct me if if i'm wrong We've really been into Sanrio again, and um, it's pretty obvious what our favorite, but I don't know what our characters are. So how about we share our least favorite, or actually how about we guess what is each other's least favorite character?
1: Are we going off of this? Just for the look of this, I'll just pick my least favorite
0: no? Okay, yeah, yeah. But can we also go with, like, more mainstream least I don't favorite? have a mainstream least favorite, though. Oh, I do. I like all Sanrio. All right. Well, off of I this, genuinely don't have a least favorite. I know this, what yours is
1: least favorite.
0: All right, what's my least favorite? Is it the Bad Tim Maru? No. Well, no. my mainstream least favorite is Bad Maru. Yeah, but yeah, like, yeah. Out, of this, out of this picture... No, I'm I need the really.
1: mainstream... That's what I, yeah. Meant. I yeah. remember. Yeah. Ta- because I, I remember talking about this. It like, popped into my head.
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't really like him.
1: Yeah, you were like, I don't like the look of it. And I was like, why? Because
0: he doesn't <laughs> smile. <laughs> he doesn't <laughs> smile. And his eyes are like half open. It's so, like a half moon. He's just having a good time. Okay, yes. off of this. Gosh, there's like three I don't like.
1: <laughs> That's a lot. You
0: just her. <laughs> I am just a hater. Uh, like there's ones I just don't think are cute, and then they're just kind of irrelevant.
1: Is yours pink no kurisu? That, that one is what I the- don't
0: like. Yes,
1: it's because it's three D versus it. everything yeah, else. Yeah, like that's t- exactly 2D. why.
0: That's exactly why. <laughs> I was so good. I thought you would never guess kidding. it right. Because like you like know I love pink, so I feel like that would pink. be like the last thing you would choose that I don't like. Nope. I'm pretty good at it. Okay, hey, next. Uh, sweet Koran. No. Tuxedo Sam? No. Pats Maru. No. Choco Cat. No. You're not gonna get Spotty Dotty. No. Pippo. Pippo. It was Pippo, his Pippo. I think Pippo is cute. I actually have some stuff of Pippo somewhere in my house cuz my mom does not throw. I don't know. Something about it stood out to me
1: as the least like least favorite.
0: All right. I thought I... how how about if we find like a cuter picture of him cuz I have a pretty cute of no, him.
1: No. You know, the more we've discussed it, the more I think maybe Mina Notabo and Monkichu will be my least favorite. <laughs> You know, but you know that Pippo was just my first instinct oh. when I saw
0: the pictures. I think Pippo's cute. Yeah. The moon. Anyways, that was really fun.
1: That was really fun. We- you know, oh, this is gonna get good. cut short. If you know, this did probably get cut short, but we had a lot of fun discussing our Sanrio because I we're so much fun obsessed with it. Let me know if anyone else is, because I'm pretty sure everyone else is going through a Sanrio phase right now. Like, look at my Charger. It's a little twin star Charger I have a Cinema Row one. I have that one, too, in my car. Anyways, we're obsessed. But now that we're done for our icebreaker, let's catch up and see what life is like two years post-grad.
0: Yeah. Great topic, as we're in the month of June, where a lot of people are probably graduated or getting ready to graduate. Exactly. Like, um, I still have
1: actually a friend, a few friends, actually, still in college, uh, specifically at UCSB. And it's grad season. They're taking pictures. And I don't know, it brings up all the feels. And I can't believe we have been graduated for two years. Like what time flies by. But so I was that like um definitely weird, but honestly, I'm not gonna lie, like two years post grad I think is way better than like one year post grad for some reason. Um I think it also has to do with the timing of when we graduated, like in 2020, peak of pandemic, the job market being so bad, and like just stressing out over getting full time jobs like that was just not a fun time and I think a year ago when we recorded it um, we were a lot better than like when we just graduated but we were still like you know new to this adulting world like trying to get used to having full-time jobs and adjusting to life and working on work-life balance but now that it's two years post-grad I can confidently say like I've learned a lot already like um about like my like my job my career that I want to go in or am in and I know what it's like to balance my work and life and I just feel like I'm at like a lot better place what do you think like how does that compare like how do you compare from like just recently graduated a year post grad and then now like 2 years post grad
0: yeah, yeah I, think I think the first few months, months even leading up to graduation was like pretty sad i think to close a chapter but also to not necessarily have something lined up really sucked and then a year post grad like 2021 of june my life was pretty decent like you know i had my full time and i was getting uh, more in the group of my full time But um, now, two years post grad, I feel like the quality of my life just keeps getting better. (laughs) And I think that's a a privilege to say because I I don't know if it's necessarily time or it's a mix of time. And also, I just really like um, the changes in my life from it versus a year ago. Like, I really like my um, current role, it's closer. What I was doing a year ago was something I really was interested in. Um, but I think now I'm even closer to what my next interest was, is, is, and I like my team a lot. Um, Yay. I love to hear it. I'm better at saying no, or I'm also better at not letting things get to me. We love that. Yeah. And, it- and- oh, yeah. No, continue. Oh, I'm pretty satisfied with the people in my life, too. Not that I wasn't back then. I also was, too. But I think, like, when people first started getting, like, vaccinated, um, it was like, oh, my gosh, I need to catch up with this person and that person. But I think now, like, two years post-grad, I really just like my groove of, like, you know, catching up with this person this week and then the next person next week. I don't feel the need to, like, I guess, squeeze a ton of people. Like, I, I can enjoy time by myself and shit yeah enjoy time with people
1: yeah like what I was gonna say too when you were talking about it was friendships like right post-grad I think also having to gone through graduation during COVID times like we did not hang out with anyone we were stuck at home like It was just a rough time. And I think having friendships, like making true friendships post-grad is already hard because like people move away, you're starting new jobs, everyone's in different chapters, you go back home, some of your hometown friends are still there, some aren't, I don't know. Like if maybe you you stayed in touch, maybe you didn't. So like friendships is really hard post-grad as it is. And then us being at COVID, it was even tougher. And I think last year, is more so getting the groove of like meeting up with people again whether that's old friendships or um, new friendships through like mutual acquaintances or you know like catching up with college friends if they t- happen to be nearby I feel like that's what it was and then now I feel like my friendships have actually gotten stronger and I know who my true friendships are like in my adult world and I that's also a privilege to say because I know people struggle um for a few years uh post-grad and I think it also depends on what like if cities or you know like go into a completely different area but yeah for me personally like two years post-grad I can confidently say like I have a better friendship groups and like you said kind of know better on how i can manage these friendships like with hanging out with them so yeah i totally agree how do you think like friendships now that we're talking about friendships have changed like from college to adulting because like i just kind of touched upon it like saying how it's hard to make friends post-grad but what do you think is the key difference in like college friendships versus adulting friendships
0: Um, college friends- friendship, especially if you're living like, on campus it's just easy <laughs> to meet up with people proximity wise because um, they also live on campus too and maybe just like meeting up so much so easily builds that bond easier um, but then I think post-grad because even if you live in the same city like you can live in like a whole different part of the city. It's not like everyone's in that same area of town. So it takes a lot of effort to meet up. Um, And I think even like once a week is actually a lot for people who live in two different parts of town. Um, Especially if you're working like eight hours a day, like most people don't want to meet up after work. So like you're using the small time that you have on the weekend to meet up someone like, you know, from two different parts of town. So I think that's where it's like really different. Like it's not as easy to constantly see each other. And if you don't constantly see someone or talk to someone and I say talk to someone, cause I think it's um, you can still build a strong bond with someone as long as you like, you know, talk to them. Um, you can build that virtually as well, but it is easier in person versus in college. It's just so much more convenient to have that face and talk time versus post-grad. It takes a lot more effort and, I think it's people who have, you know, who make that time for you. I think you have to make the time for that person, and that person has to make the time for you too. It goes both ways. No, I completely agree. Because I think
1: when I talk to a lot of my friends post grad, they mention how they really miss the proximity um ness of like everyone living so close to each other in a college town especially in a town of UCSB where a lot of people live at in Isla Vista and we literally live five minute walk from each other and like we can like college students have the ability to easily hang out on weekdays um, after classes or even in between classes like whether that's at the library or to eat lunch or do like study together you know Um, a lot of more options versus like you mentioned in a adulthood like not a lot of people want to meet up after work because you know 9 to 5 gets really tiring so people want to have their rest and you know prepare for the next day and so like you mentioned um we have the limited weekends from Friday to Sunday to really hang out and i and i think there's always a joke like i see on tiktok where people talk about how like a, in adulthood like you really have to now plan Your hangouts in advance and be like, hey, are you gonna be free June 16 at 7 p.m. to go here? Like you have to be super specific because everyone else is super busy. Um, so I I think that's funny, but it's so true. Like everyone else has so much going on in their life on top of like their jobs, so it's a lot harder to hang out with people but I think because of that and putting that effort in it almost creates a stronger bond because you know when you're hanging out with them that they're they cleared up space for you and time to hang out with you so I think it's more meaningful in some ways going back to like graduating um I guess what would you what kind of advice would you give your younger self if you could talk to yourself from like your future self today could talk to your past version of you in 2020 when she was just graduating, like, is there any advice or a thing that you
0: would tell her? Yeah. I just wanted to add one more thing though on the friendship thing. Oh yeah. Please. Um, please I was going to say, I think like for me, at least a big part of, um, getting along with someone is having like really good conversations the ones where I can for like an hour plus. And I think that's much harder. friends you meet post-grad because there's less things that are right that in common or similar.
1: Because I think true. in
0: college it's like, Oh, you're in that club. I'm in that club or, Oh, you're going to go study abroad. I'm going to go gonna... study abroad or like, Oh, you're living in that I... dorm. I'm living in that dorm. But post-grad, everyone's, unless you, you're meeting friends at work, outside of that, like, you're going to have different jobs in different fields, and you're going to live in different parts of town. So, like, just, I'm sure there are a lot of things you have in common, too, like, on Netflix or liking the same hobbies, but it's just harder to find those right off the bat um, and kind of build on those conversations. Um, But anyways, I will say, like, most of my friends, like, my close friends are people I've either known before, um, and I rekindled that relationship, or people I wasn't super tight with but still kind of met my college years. There is, like, one person um, at the top of my head right now that I met purely straight post-grad, like, did not go to the same college or anything related to her at all and that one is taking um, that one is taking more time to build off on that relationship but i am thinking back like most of my close people that i somewhat knew of before and just spent more time getting to know post grad that's true
1: like a lot of a lot of my close friendships post grad are also like you mentioned old friendships that I've rekindled, whether that's from like high school or middle school. Like I was really bad with kind of keeping in. So were they (laughs) to be fair, but like, like bad at um, kind of connecting and communicating and keeping that friendship while we were in college, but now that we've kind of graduated and we're all in different paths and we like kind of live more closely to each other. Now uh, we kind of rekindle that friendship and it's become a lot stronger and other friendships are from people from college or people that I knew before or had that connection like friendship prior to and there are like a handful of people that I've met purely post-grad like you mentioned but it's also been through mutual friends like not strictly from myself I think like unless it's from work but I kind of consider like work friends (laughs) separate to like friend friendships I feel like that's another topic completely but I don't know who or what I was comparing myself to, but I just was doing that and making myself feel more down and like I wasn't good enough or doing enough. And I think that just put me in a worse spot. And so I think you just got to recognize that everyone's so different and no matter what you're doing and no matter how far you feel behind, like don't worry like you have all the time in the world and even post-grad two years now like I have so much to learn and grow so you're not it's not too late and it's never too late so just take a deep breath and relax and don't compare yourself to others and just focus on yourself and what it is that you want it's hard when that's what I mean by like when you subconsciously do it it's like I don't know what I can say to help you not subconsciously do it maybe like, an actual good tip is, like, maybe avoid LinkedIn, you know, like, don't mm-hmm. read too many posts that says, like, oh, my gosh, I got my dream job post grad." like, you know, reading all of that isn't healthy when you're not at a good place. But mm-hmm. I think, and nothing wrong with posting those, like, honestly, like, the people posting it should be proud. It's just that when you're in a bad place and you're reading that, you know, it's gonna put you in a worse spot. So, like, do things that you know will make you at a better place so obviously if you're at not the best place stop reading those linkedin posts you know you can use that time to like do other things to better yourself agree yeah i feel like those are like practical tips but i don't know any other like actual tips
0: that could help with not subconsciously comparing yourself to others i think it's just hard um but there are like little things you can do like you said like avoiding social media um Like, people should celebrate their wins, but if you know that, if you read it, it'll make you upset, then avoiding it for the time being. Wow. Okay,
1: I want to hear about your second point.
0: My second point. Or advice. To my younger self, well, I know myself like, get sentimental, like, after, you know, time has passed, or I miss things, so knowing me, and knowing that I will miss things um, after... time has passed even things that I didn't necessarily enjoy at the time um like you know that difficult time when the pandemic was at its peak and you know didn't get to walk through grad didn't have a job lined up or like those tough days at work um in my previous role looking back like um I still get sentimental like I miss the fun times that I had in in college and I actually wish I was a little more i wish i did more during you know that pandemic though honestly at the time i think i did the best i could but like thinking I back, feel like, like I could we have all done did. like yeah could have done like you know like i don't know random spontaneous trips maybe if i was class of 2021 where people started traveling more i don't know but i kind of wish i did more but at the same time i think we did our best you know doing Definitely. those like cooking and like netflix spending yeah. days there um yeah. and then even like yeah when I'm super I was super excited to start my new role but I was actually like really sad to be leaving my like old role like it was really really bittersweet so knowing myself um who will miss um, I I tell tell myself myself who was graduating at the time just to be more present to feel like I make the best use of my time because I feel like at some point I was just worrying a lot you know about Mm -hmm. grad about what happens after grad and I wish I could just Enjoy the present a bit more at that time because mm-hmm. I know myself and I know I will miss everything in life. So that was my so second. I, point. I
1: totally agree. Sometimes I'm like in the moment, like we'll be in the middle of the trip and I'm already like sad and I'm already like, like. M- mourning over the trip because it's like oh I know it's Half gonna point end number, I'm gonna be yeah. I'm gonna be sad that it's over but I need to be more present and be like no enjoy the time that you have you'll be sad no matter what when the trip ends no need to be sad over it while you're at the trip I feel I feel like I've gotten better um while the more we've done our trips but I feel like before we'd be like in the middle of our trip I'm like oh, no, it's like man, it's two more days dead. one more day <laughs> and it's like You're going to be sad. Either way. Yeah, like a week after, you know, and be like, oh my gosh, I can't believe that trip was a week ago. And you're going to be sad over it, like looking back. So like in the present, just enjoy it. And I feel like that's such a good advice. And I feel like a lot did happen,
0: you know, in the two years. Yeah, I feel like um, my quality of life has gotten better and all, but it is also kind of bittersweet to say two two years, like that's long. And it's like, while I'm really happy where I'm at, right now it's also kind of bittersweet that I'm like that much aging
1: (laughs) I know so sad but you know what I also think like sometimes I feel like especially social media or like looking at all of these movies and shows like they show that like college is your peak of your life and that it almost shows that like your life just goes downhill from there and I just want to tell you if anything like two years post-grad I think my life like you said has gotten better and enhanced um and there's just a lot that is good about post-grad that maybe people don't really talk about or romanticize as much as like being in college so if anyone's like worried or scared about adulting like how I was when I was Graduate in 2020 like literally don't worry and like with all those hardships comes even greater like memories and times and like college doesn't have to be the peak of your life I think it's just like moments like the proximity and like being able to hang out with your friends that make it hard to like not miss college and and like maybe that's why people sometimes say it as like the peak of their life but I think life can go uphill you know it doesn't have to go downhill post-grad
0: yeah and you can create more opportunities like that too
1: yeah I think it's hard to
0: see like further out in the future I think we always kind of see like right now I'm not super close to my living wise close to all my friends like I used to be and it's hard to see that who knows maybe one day like on Like, I don't know, ran out the same block and we're all living close to each other again. I don't know. Maybe cute. I'm, that's like historical right now, but like who knows? Maybe that will happen. It's not impossible. Yeah. It's really not and impossible.
1: If, if anything, I feel like in college, like um we had a good time doing like small things, but I feel like now a lot of people, most of my friends have like jobs, you know, time is rare, but with our big girl jobs (laughs) like people have money to spend and I feel like that's a luxury like we can enjoy going on a better trip like for me for example me and Stephanie we were able to go on our Hawaii trip and that was really fun and I don't know if we were in college I I don't know if we could have gone a week and fully supported ourselves through all of that Um, and I have the luxury of buying myself gifts and doing things that I enjoy like, buy myself coffee I keep coffee shops a lot, you know, like, there's little small moments that you can also enjoy in post-grad life that people don't talk about, and I just want to give a little hope if people are scared.
0: I agree to all of that. Okay, this is, like, my last thing, and this actually kind of came, like, midway of my two points, um, that I would tell my younger self. It. it wasn't something I thought of right off the bat, but, um, I'm really privileged that, life is kind of working in my favor even like last year when like I wasn't necessarily in my dream industry I was still like um when I was still working so I was still making an and um, what I was doing was like still what I was interested in in terms of like roles and responsibility just not so much industry and um, domain but whatever like all that said let's just say like life didn't go out that way and I was like Unemployed for two years, like let's just say life went low. Um, what I would tell myself, my younger self, um, I guess it's that too when things are going bad. Because like I was pretty upset, like up to graduation and post grad, because I didn't have anything, and I put a lot of pressure on myself to find a role. And I think it kind of stems from my upbringing and childhood, which I'm not going to talk about in this because I could talk forever. <laughs> but long story short, I had a lot of pressure. Um, what I would tell myself you know, things were just super dreary, like what I said, I would tell myself to, you know, still dare to dream and want the things I want in life. Because I feel like if things didn't go out my way, it's very easy to get super depressed, and then start to want less in life and just kind of be like, anything is fine, even if it's unrelated to what I like. And I would tell that person, that it's okay to want more in life, even if right now it seems very low. I don't That's know if true. that even makes sense at all. But like to dare it to dream make sense. for more, like to not shrink your dreams. Yeah,
1: but I also want to add that even if you do end up at a place that isn't exactly where you at, you can continue to dream while being satisfied with where you at. Like you don't have to be so sad over not being at the exact place you want to be and not being in the industry or having that job that you want because even if it might not be exactly where you want to be it can help you and you could still continue to dream you know yes
0: so all of that I think I used to feel bad for dreaming too big but then it's like I think we all deserve to have the best things in life even when things are going good I mean like things are going good now but there's still things I want in life and it's like, it's one thing to be like, you know, thankful and grateful for what I have today in, in terms of work-life balance and income. But I used to feel bad about this, but my mentor taught me that it's okay to be grateful for what you have, but still want more in life. 100%. Because why would you settle for now, even though it's great when you when you can be like 101%, I don't know. Yeah. Thoughts. Good thoughts.
1: But I also realized like,
0: that one hundred
1: and ten percent looks so different on everyone, you know, like your life, like happiness. I think I think for me, like adulting made me realize like if before I was putting my happiness in like getting good grades and like being at school and like joining these different clubs, like in college and like having that social life, post grad it's my happiness is figuring out what that is you know like I think that's why it was confusing like right postgrad I'm like okay well I'm not stressing about grades like where does my identity fit in when I'm not I'm no longer a student you know and that happiness looks so different on other people because it could be you, a lot of people get their happiness from successful careers and like getting that dream job some people find success in just hanging out with people and building good friendships and relationships and some people find happiness in, like, traveling, you know? I think, like, happiness and reaching whatever, that 110% in your life can look so different in people. And I think that's
0: the most fascinating part. I think so, too. And I think even, like, what I wanted has really changed a lot in the past two years. Um, and it's crazy to say that. I think back then, me um, really chased after, like... You know, titles. I will say titles, or like getting good grades. Um, those numbers, things. You know,
1: Like, you it's know, hard not to be the
0: highest grade. Having you yeah. know that specific role title, that dream company, whatever type of thing, um, or like advancing up a level to a current role. But I think now, um, and I think this this really hit me like. In March, when it was time to choose what I wanted to do next in my career, um, new me is not really that anymore. I just want to be in a place in terms of like career-wise that has good work-life balance, and just people that I feel really good around. Mm. Um, people that make me feel good, and like we can talk about like work friends versus like friends. Another discussion because I like I think until I stop working with someone, I will still always see it as work friends.
1: Versus it's hard friends not friends. to, at least but for
0: us. I'm just looking for a place where I really like the people I work with and the stuff I do versus I titles and stuff. Change again, yeah. but that's how it's changed in the past two years for me. And if you want to share, how did yours change or did it stay the same? Um, I think mine's definitely
1: similar to you. Like, I've learned at a job and, like, in my career that a lot of times it depends on the people you work with and how much, like, work-life balance I can get in the company because, for me, work-life balance is a huge important factor in my life because, like I said, I don't know if my happiness revolves around just work, and so if I don't have that work-life balance, my happiness level will definitely significantly decrease and so because I definitely still find joy in going into work and kind of building off and growing my career I still find a lot of my happiness outside of work too like going to yoga which I kind of found my love for like post-grad a great outlet for like taking out my stress and relaxing and all of that and I also like enjoy hanging out with my friends and if I'm super busy and like with work and that I have to like work weekends like that's something that I won't be able to enjoy you know and so I feel like through my career and like two years post-grad I've learned work-life balance is a key part of what I'm looking for in any job
0: looking going forward per my one of my mentors um she used to do this to all of her direct reports, which actually I really look up to because she is the leader and she has like over a hundred people under her and she's I'm the curious. one who implemented this to her direct reports who were like old, older people, by the way, like in their fifties, like directors. And she would do this icebreaker at their one-on-one, she told me, to all of her direct reports. So I stole that idea from her. <laughs> And I, and it I did Stephanie. it to my manager. And I think it has really helped build my relationships. Um, I actually started doing it to like other people I have one-on-ones on with, not just my manager anymore, but always kind of opening up um, a short icebreaker just to get to know the people. But especially my manager, I try to switch up the question each week. And I think that it's really helped build our relationship. And I think Jen, I mean, she can, I think her and her manager have been liking it too. Yeah, I actually
1: had my one-on-one with my manager today and had to do an icebreaker question. And it's just such a fun way to get to know someone even more. I feel like before it's so much easier to just like talk about work, 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 and not really get to know the person behind the one who's doing the work, you know? And so I feel like it brings more personality. I really got to know my manager more and we've definitely been enjoying it so much so that like she's requested to bring these icebreaker segments into our weekly team meetings as well. So we've kind of started implementing that as well. I love that. Yeah. It's a great thing to add and keep in mind if anyone else out there is thinking of ways to get closer to their managers or learn more about them because, you really, truly get to know their personality through the questions you ask.
0: Yeah, I think so, too. It's like, yeah, back then, it's natural to say, like, "How is your day or how was your weekend? But you don't really get much depth. I mean, some people actually share a lot. Some of them do actually share a lot about their weekends and their days. But also, a lot of people just say, good, good. And then I and then go straight to work, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And these icebreakers kind of force, not force, but, like, it gives more depth to the get to know you yeah. portion. And this is actually a good transition into like um one more thing that might be my last thing that I rediscovered about myself post-grad and it's like when I was younger um like high school and even college actually that icebreakers were so lame even that the word icebreaker is so True. lame.
1: in college it was like triggering You're like hi oh, my name is Jen my yeah. favorite color <laughs> no I'm just kidding
0: and like having to implement it like both my places and other as I'm even meeting new people today um even having to bring up like hey actually before we get started I I'd like to do an icebreaker. I just initially felt so lame but I still do it because there's so much you know value that I get out of it and in the conversation and death after I do it and I guess the last thing I was going to say like the two years post-grad it's like learning to enjoy things and not really caring what people think about it because that's like me and like re like falling in love with like san rio because i remember i was like i freaking love san rio as a kid and then too cool for school or whatever or i just stopped shopping at san rio i don't fucking know but there was like a long period where i didn't really like um i guess get anything or look into anything of san rio and here i am in like my mid-20s almost Really I like to it. again. And so it's like as I get older post grad, it took really I don't really care what people think. I'm gonna do what I think will make me happy. So true. Even if it doesn't I sound cool.
1: I feel like I literally care way less about what people think
0: now. I think that
1: always just happens. Like I thought I cared less when I was in college compared to high school, but now in adulting I care way less than I did in college. I feel like I <laughs> more older, less. the less <laughs> in a great way because I feel like it just lets you become more authentic version of yourself because you're letting yourself do things and um that make you happy without caring what other people think about you because who literally cares what people think like that literally will not change me you know like that does not impact me my what will impact me is the way I think about myself and um for example like I'll be sad if I don't get Sanrio, you know? But it'll make me happy if I get one. But if I'm out here stressing whether or not people think Sanrio is lame or not, that I would just be sad because I won't get my Sanrio. Yeah,
0: don't deprive yourself of things that you want to to get for yourself. Just because other people think it's not cool. Who cares? Literally, who cares? Yeah.
1: Maybe we just end it off with... Who cares what anyone
0: thinks? (laughs) Just do whatever you want to do. Basically.
1: But I think that's true in some ways. Like, post-grad, it's all about figuring yourself out. And to anyone graduating this year, I just want to say congratulations. Um, it's really something that you should be proud about. And you worked so hard on it. And I'm just so, so, so excited for you. And there's just endless possibilities and opportunities out there. So, like Stephanie said, dream big. Don't cut yourself short and you can achieve anything that you dream of. And I wish you guys nothing but pure happiness post-grad. And even though, you know, there will be days that are hard, but I think those are all just learning lessons to achieving those happiness that we talk about.
0: The world is your oyster. It really is. To that cheesy-ass quote, um... The world really is your oyster. I'm so excited for you all. Like, even if it's really, like, bittersweet or just bitter for some of you to be leaving something that you are I'm just so excited for, you know, what's more to come. Even if it's not, like, immediate gratification, maybe some of you will go through some dark months post-grad, because I did. Just know that there's still so, so much out there. Like, one day you're going to be traveling the world with your friends, and I'm so excited for that for you. <laughs> for and me more.
1: for us
0: for you <laughs> <laughs> for you for you to just see that all that life has to offer oh my gosh like i feel like with each year you just like are open to so much more things
1: so for season 2 episode 6 thanks for tuning into our knowledge post college podcast
0: if you like what you heard and you want to learn more about us, we have new content every Thursday, so be sure to check out our Instagram, YouTube, and blog, which is also at Knowledge Post College.
1: You can now support Knowledge Post College via anchor payments starting at 99 cents a month. Chat you next Thursday.